Now we're going to have uh, Frankie Coot. Frankie is the county dog warden and um, he's uh, well known around County Clare for looking after animals and um, uh, he's usually weekly on uh, Clare FM but he's, he's with us uh, today on Scarif Bacon Unity Radio. Uh, welcome to the show, uh, Frankie. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. Um, myself and Auntie Lillian are here, Pat O'Brien and Auntie Lillian, and I'll, it'll, be, it'll be having a chat with you. Uh, Frankie, maybe you'll just tell us about your, your, your work with, uh, as, as a dog warden and maybe uh, looking after animals around uh, the county and that. Yeah, well, I started off originally how I got involved was the dog warden before me called Andy MacDonald. And um, he was a man. He came to the he had been in here 25 years, and then he came here and he was chairman of the ISPC looking after all the animals. So then in 1986, it became compulsory for all county councils to have a dog pound and a dog warden. So he took on the road and they built a pound, you know, they got road. So the Vandy and um, his father died in Scotland. I just to tell you, like, not a funny one, but just give you an example. I remember the day that he flew to the funeral. And his flight was 600 pounds. That's what the flight was. You know, he paid a note over 100 pounds and told it to us. But I remember, well, a lot of money. He was a Scottish man. You know I mean, he didn't kill him. But he was always out of sooner. And I helped out the yeah, German Shepherds. And I minded his dogs. And I looked after the pound. And I volunteered him. That's like 35, 6 years ago. And we stopped everything that came through to us. Yeah, and um, I've been there over years. I've been 23 as a dog warden. I was there for 15 years before that. And I ended up, I really, I took my there at PC and inspected for the animals. I was never paid for it. And I put a lot of for work for me. It was hard. You know, cruelty yeah. cases, court cases. The whole lot of it was very hard, you know. But we got through it. Frankie, we're back with you again. Maybe you'll, uh, you, you might just go back over that again there. And uh, how did you start with the, with the, uh, as, as a dog warden? Because uh, you were breaking up while ago and the sound wasn't good. So maybe uh, you'll... Sorry about that. I got called out to call them out in the area. But is that a bit better? No, like? that's good. That's, that's fine, Frankie. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, um, you know, as I said, uh, dog warden at the time was a Scottish man. He was in the British Navy. And then he came home here, married a lady in town. And uh, I went out to help him. He went to Scotland for a funeral, his father's funeral, 600 pounds that time for the flight. I, and people to be given out now the price of it, I'll never forget it. And um, I took over from him, I helped him for years as a volunteer, and then I became kennel man at the pound, and then I, 23 years a dog warden now. I took on the role of ISPCA inspector, I was never paid for it, it was a hard job. You were going into court, cruelty cases, and uh, I needn't have done it, dog warden was my role, that's what I was paid for, but we got through it, it was hard, it was hard, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and Frankie, I suppose, uh, over the years, uh, I suppose you have seen a lot of cruelty, uh, a certain amount of cruelty with, 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 with animals as well uh, over your years in the job. It's improved hugely. Yeah. And just to give you, just to make a point you there, when we used to go out with the Department of Agriculture and the vets and the guards, and you'd be looking for a farm where the cruelty where would be reported, be serious cruelty when we'd be all together. And I remember the department would say, this is the farm here, and I'd say, no, God, no, it isn't. Andy was training me at the time. And you know it wasn't because it was too clean. And if a farm was clean and tidy, there's no cruelty going on there. Animals have been looked after. So you always look for the place that was run down, 
was dirty, and that's where it went on. We saw some horrible cases, and I, you probably heard about it there even the last couple of years ago, when 20 cattle were thrown off a cliff, and oh, horses... Yeah, yeah back in Dunbeg, yeah, yeah. In Dunbeg, like, yeah. and there was history there with, 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 with those people that had been going on for 20 years, and different things going on there, like, it was horrible, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I suppose uh, uh, there'd be a certain amount of of, of uh, cruelty to dogs as well, and uh, cats and things like that, you know, um, in yeah, places know. over the years. Yeah, of course, like, and, and more so in the build-up areas, in the town areas, that you know, yeah. a lot more people, more dogs, very scattered out around the country. Yeah, we've seen some terrible, terrible things, and um, but it's usually improved. It has you. Yeah, you only go into the pet stores now and the vets, and you see they're all booked out all the time, which shows you that money has been spent on animals and they've been looked after. Yeah, yeah. You'll, all, you'll always have cases. I mean, I'll just give you an example. When I started the job force, this is hard to believe, but we were getting an average of 35 to 40 dogs every day surrendered. Yeah. Now yeah. we get one every second day surrendered. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so it's, uh, and dogs are very loyal to people. You know, they, they they don't deserve to be they don't deserve to be to be blackguarded or to be uh, have cruelty with them. Really. Well, there was a fellow said to me one time, "If you want to know the truth about a dog, he said, put the wife into the boat of the car with the dog, and when you open the boat, you'll see which one is happy to see you." <laughs> <laughs> Frankie, I know that back 10 years ago, uh, it is, uh, a stray dog came into us, uh, he was a, a, a long-legged Jack Russell and he was hanging around and uh, my wife rang you and she said, uh, to know was there any dog missing and you said no you didn't know of any dog missing around but you said to, to, to hold on to him so we, we, we still have him and he's he's, he's the boss around the place now people just turn out their dogs like uh, especially when they get old and they don't want to be embarrassed having them around the house and they drive up and throw them out somewhere like you and people like that have taken them in you know, I talked to a woman in Innisfil lately, 22 years ago. Their dog died last week, and they got him off of me 22 years ago. He was yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, like, you know. This little, little fellow that came to us, he, he, he was a young dog, I'd say, because he's, he's around 10 now, I'd say. But we, we've been 10 years, but uh, we, we, we couldn't do without him now, really. But, uh, yeah, you know, Frankie, I suppose you know, you know, you know, you know, a few funny stories from um, your time in, 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 in the job. There's one there you told about the house. You were rescuing this house out in the, in the Chlorine River. Uh, that was an inn near the bishops. Yeah. And, um, it was a, like a frosty morning and the horse was drowning in the river. Yeah. And the banks were so high, farmers, no one could get him out. But I swam there since I was a child and I knew every hole, every... And I said, if I go into that river and I guide the horse down the river, there's a couple of places I can get him out. And the guard said, you're joking me. I said, look... So I'll tell as quick as I can. So I slipped off to my boxers and when I give all my toes to the guard, dived into the river, I put a bit of a harness and whatever on the horse, guided him down the river, then I set up on his back and we went about a half mile down the river <laughs> and then I walked him up onto the bank and he turned me off just as we got up in, back into the river. And I was younger that time, I was well able for it. But then I realised when I got down there, I had no clothes on him, my boxers. I had no phone, I had no nothing. But I said to the guard where I may come out down by the turret near the bishop's house. So when I pulled up, there was two squad cars that were waiting for me. So one of the girls ran up to me with a blanket. 
So he put the blanket around me. I was frozen. And as I was sitting into the back of the squad car, a friend of my wife's passed. My wife walked in the RV bank. She rang my wife and she said, Oh my God, I just saw your husband in his box has been put into the squad car. <laughs> she said, Oh my God, what's she have to do now? Jeez. But we had a similar one we had a similar one with a beast and I know there's people out there and they say oh my god he's making up those stories so <laughs> in town and he had a beast and they brought the vet out for a finish they couldn't get him out of the river up near the graveyard so they were going to put the beast down and I was walking up with the wife and we were younger that time with a white shirt and the jeans on and I seen it and when I went into the vet I said do you want me to give a hand and he said what could you do I said I'll show you I said I'm in there since I was a child so I jumped in and he went same way I got up in the beast back guided him down the river he turned me off and he got up and Joe Hatter was the man there in town he tells you to this day the base would have been dead but it was a silly thing to do really but it worked anyway when we got him out you know but I was young and wild that time yeah yeah yeah, yeah and I suppose Frankie you, 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 you're very well known in, in, in the soccer circle as well and you, you played with Hermitage and, uh, and refereed games I suppose as well over the years I did, and I had some wonderful times, and even lately there now, there's a very funny one lately, and I thought it very funny anyway. I'd done a third division shield final with a team from West Clare, and they were playing a team from Shannon, and the match finished, and the controversy in due penalty I was referring. Yeah. And after the game, the league came, and they said, Frankie, Clare, there from the team, wants to know, can he come in to the dressing room to you? And I said, I have no problem, I can explain myself to him in if he wants. So he came in after around 40 years of age and he was a good looking big tall young fella. And he said, Frankie, have you a mirror in your dressing room? I said, we have. Can I use it? He said. So while we were getting changed, he was inside doing his hair. I couldn't get over it. I said, what changes? I thought he was coming in to have a row. And he was actually <laughs> gelling his hair and throwing himself up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I never forget it. He was leaving. He said to me, Frankie, I'm not bad looking for a 40 year old, am I? I said, no, not at all, is it? <laughs> Uh, you 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 have another great one there about Michael Howard. Michael Howard gave you a field one time. The, he gave you the field for the for the helmet yeah, soccer the, team, and, uh, and, and the, the, the one about the animal, about the one about the, uh, about the elephant. You, yeah, the circus. Were up, you must tell us that story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the circus were up there. He gave them the field and the side of soccer field. So we had got our match called off the Sunday before because we were all in the beer of the party, or whatever. So the following Sunday we had to play no matter what. So we're playing Corfin B. And when we went up and Mikey Quinn, my friend said, Frankie, we're in a bit of bother. I said, what's wrong? Look down, he said. So I looked down and the goalpost was missing. But this was a huge stone. You know, you couldn't be unless someone pulled it with a car or a truck. So we went down anyway and we followed the trail down into the woods because you could see it was dragged. And it was an elephant belonging to the circus that had tied him onto the goalpost. And he went across through the woods, got all wrapped up. And so we came back and, and Paddy done the referee. I said, Paddy, I said, um, we can't play. He said, why? I said, there's an elephant out there going away with the goalpost. <laughs> I said, my friend, I could bring my friend down the other side. And he was trying to make eye contact. So he was sweeping up all the dung. And he, Paddy went down to him and he says, I suppose you'll tell me, Quinn. He said, that that's the elephant dung. Oh, no, Paddy, he said, that's belonging to the giraffe. He said, down here, he said. And there was a giraffe down the other side. <laughs> <laughs> we got fined fifteen pound by the league, and Michael Howard was a senator at the time, and a good senator, and he sent us in a error. So we got to find this bit, and we got we were able to get Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it was an, an unusual story, anyway, with the elephant running there with the goalpost. You, you wouldn't hear it too often. <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't hear it too often. Yeah, but I met an awful lot of friends, and this is like my job now. Farmers there, which I know down the area. 
Yeah. Very good to me, and, you know, very friendly. I've had my house attacked. I've had my windows in my house put in, the windows in my wife's car, my car. Yeah, yeah. you were damaged from one you know, so that's yeah. the bad side of the job. But yeah, I go around houses now, and they bring you in for tea and a scone and meet nice people as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose, Frankie, we, we, we'll have to leave it at that. Our time is up. So thanks, thanks very much for coming yeah. on the radio. And sure, we might get you out to the studio sometime. But the next time, if you let me know, I'll come down there and I'll have a few more stories. I'll come into the studio and we'll, we'll have a chat, OK? Yes, Frankie. Delighted, we'll be delighted to have you. Thanks very much. Thanks, Frankie. Thank you.